Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Happy Saturday. Happy weekend to everyone. And welcome to episode 324 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, where tonight we will be talking about the Daily Wire films, movies. Uh, one just came out a couple days ago called Shut In. I just put a review out on the channel for that film earlier today. We'll talk about that film a little bit. We'll also talk a little bit about the upcoming films that they have planned, including the first film that they released, Run, Hide, Fight, a little bit also, and what it really means for the film industry going forward as far as alternate media is concerned. You all know that this channel is very much pro-alt-tech pro-alt-media to the very best of our ability to offer as many options as we can as far as the consumption of media and are very supportive of groups like The Daily Wire who are trying to have an impact on culture through the mediums of film and television right now just on film. I imagine in the future that they will probably delve into television as well. And where they are at the moment where they are likely to be in the future, and uh, and how things are actually going. But before going any further into any of that, please make sure that you smash that like button, light up that fire button, if you are watching over on Odyssey. And also, make sure that you are subscribed to the channel with the bell notification turned on, that way you know every time a new video or live stream goes live on the channel. So let's first off say hello to our people over on YouTube. How's it going, YouTube fam? We got Mr. Roy, who was here early. How is it going, Mr. Roy? We got Bryant Barth in the chat. Hail to you. Thank you for being here. Slicer Neons, what's going on, indeed? Honk, honk. Bruce in the chat. We got Shorty Story, Laura, the modern major general of the channel. Happy weekend to you. I saw you had also made a comment about the weather being beautiful outside where you are, so thank you very much for being here. Snortpoopus Cuber, what's going on? He says, how are humans and other quitters? Hail to you. Andrew Hoyle, look who is back. Back again. Andrew's back. Tell a friend what's going on. He says, hello, 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 puppet. I added the poppet there. He is one of our UK brethren. Gary Banjo Sandwich Worthington says, Hello, all liked by UFC is on. Well, thank you for the like, but shame on you. Shame for leaving. I will say, though, UFC, quite based right now. Truly, truly based right now. Uh, It's pretty incredible to see, actually. Uh, For those that don't know, whether it's the comments made by Dana White, who is the head of the UFC, whether it is comments made just, uh, we listened to them last night uh, from one of the UFC fighters. I think he is one of the UFC champions, if I'm not mistaken. And um, yeah, UFC quite, quite based. So I will, I will, I will give a thumbs up to and uh, permission for you to be able to head out. Uh, 70B, hey, what is going on? Thank you very much for being here. She is the general of the Valks. And yes, I actually have that in my calendar. So yeah, we have a birthday girl, uh, Tina B, Empress of the Universe, coming up. And speaking of uh, the future birthday girl, not quite yet, still a few weeks away, we also have Tina in the chat. She is uh, the Empress of the Universe, as I said. Thank you for being here, Tina. Glad to hear that your eyes are doing much better. Fuzz Aldrin in the chat, hail to you. 
Thank you for being here. Master of Gaming is in the chat. We got Orange Chat Reviews in the chat as well. Hail to you. Thank you very much for being here. Master of Gaming, he tagged to say, I'm more of a Borderlands fan than an Uncharted fan. Yeah, I'm not much of a gamer in general, so I, I will I will hold off on any comments about it, <laughs> about any of those franchises or any of those games for people that are a lot more, uh, let's just say, a lot more learned in that industry and and have more experience in that industry uh but i will say i do have a ticket to go see uncharted to see just from an outside perspective from a non-gamer perspective what the film is is it gonna be any good i've already reported that the box office is not looking very good for that film but hey we will see uh by the way over on odyssey Thunderduck says, hi there, Odin, what's going on, good sir? Thank you for being here. I found a way. Apparently, uh, Odyssey has had some facelifts, and one of the things that they can now, uh, they now allow me to do is that they allow me to, um, they allow me to have a pop-out chat, which means I can put it into my OBS, which means I have it right in front of me. So I don't have to worry about switching screens anymore at this point in time. So, uh, boom, Thunderduck, what's going on, good sir? Forever Sci-Fi, thank you for re-upping. And being a member for 23 months in a row. 23 months! That's almost two years. Well, thank you very much, Forever Sci-Fi. At the Army of Asgard level, he says, Odin looks like a member milestone chat. Nice. Well, thank you very much for hitting that major milestone. 23 months. Also, Nico Blue Serb has become a member at the Citizen of Asgardian level. Thank you very much for joining, good sir. And uh, I believe you've been a member for a while, or you were a member. And I know sometimes YouTube, it'll, like, take people off, and then people have to re-up it on their own, or they have it set that way because they don't trust YouTube. And I don't blame them. I do not blame them one second. All right, let us see. We got Forever Sci-Fi in the chat. What's going on, good sir? Thank you for being here. Mark Lizeth in the chat. How is it going? How is it going? Master of Gaming. A lot of talk about Uncharted tonight. It says Uncharted and Illuminations Mario movie will do better than Lion Gate's Borderlands movie and the Sonic the Hedgehog at the box office, but I'd rather watch Lionsgate's Borderland movie. Uh interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I uh you know, I as I said, I'm not much of a gamer. I'm not a hardcore gamer. I, I I'm a casual gamer. I was an, a nineties, early two thousands gamer, so I grew up with my favorite system of all time is still the N sixty four. It was it was my jam. Uh I like the Wii a lot as well. Wii Sports was my jam. Was very happy and excited to hear that they were bringing a uh Switch Sports, so I'm excited for that to come out, and hopefully it has a similar experience to Wii Sports, because that was just, again, just a lot of fun. That was the kind of gamer I, I was. <laughs> so, you know, Zelda Ocarina of Time, uh, GoldenEye 007, uh, Mario Kart 64, things like that. That that was my jam. That was my jam. Uh, and so I, I really don't care that much as far as the video game films in general. The Mario movie, I could care less for. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 also. The only reason why I had any desire to see the first Sonic the Hedgehog film was because, and out of respect of the director, Jeff Fowler. Because Jeff Fowler recognized that fans had issues with what was going on in the trailer with how they were portraying Sonic. It did not look like Sonic. It was an abomination. And they fixed it. Jeff Fowler said, you're right, this, this, there, there is, it's subpar, we need to do something about it, we need to address it, and, and they did. And so that's why I, I, I had a desire to actually go see that film, was to support 
directors like Jeff Fowler. So if I were to see uh, Sonic 2, which I, I again likely will, uh, to review for the channel, I I would be doing so not really with an anticipation of, of being impressed by any means. It's not, it's not one of my most anticipated films of the year. And Borderlands, again, uh, means little to me as far as the fact that I'm not really a gamer. Forever Sci-Fi, what's going on? Good sir. Hail to you. Thank you for being here. Remember, if you have a comment or question, please put at Odin, at Odin at the very beginning of your comment, no matter what platform you're on, whether you're on DLive, Odyssey, YouTube, Twitter, wherever you're watching. Ooh, sorry about that. Wherever you're watching, please put at Odin at the very beginning. It lets me know you're trying to get my attention, and it just it helps read through some of the noise sometimes. Uh, Ghost in the Craig, hail to you. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Stephanie B throwing some shade here saying, wow, is that Odin in the same pullover hoodie? Uh, not that it's not a pullover. It's a, it's a full, it's a full zip. And, uh, I wear it because it's comfortable. Don't worry. It gets washed, but I wear it because it's comfortable. It's very, very comfy. Quovatis, what's going on? Welcome. Uh, see master of gaming tagged to say Gina Carano was in Deadpool and Haywire. Have you seen them? I have seen them. Uh, I thought that she was great in Deadpool. Thought she was great in, in Haywire was really her first uh, first major film. Uh, may have even been her first film ever. So again, I, I I don't know the exact history as far as her filmography, but it was definitely one of the earliest films, and it was definitely her biggest film uh, that she had done. And that film was great. That film is very underrated, not really given enough attention. The fight scenes are all very raw and visceral. And the one the one of the most unique things about Haywire is that they don't have any real music underscoring it. They also don't have a, a lot of like just extra added in um, sound effects. It's just like the raw sounds of the fight. So she's actually, you know, being a fighter, she's doing a lot of her, she's doing her own stunts, her own fighting. So a lot of the sounds that you're hearing are completely authentic. They're, they're completely from the actors themselves or their stunt doubles. And uh, it's very good. So I highly recommend Haywire. If you, if you don't have that film, you can get that film for like five bucks on Blu-ray. Highly recommend uh, picking that one up if you've, if you've not. And yeah, of course, I've seen her in Deadpool. And uh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, Andrew Hoyle, who is a member, says the Daily Wire film presents the Lord of the Rings. Now that would be amazing. That would be amazing. The only concern I would have there would be the budgets, to be honest. I, I don't know if they would be able to get the budgets or even necessarily the filmmakers and uh, technicians to uh, to do justice to that, or even just the production designers, if they were going to go full practical, which I would be fully on board with, um, or at least a similar mix to what they had in the original Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings films. This is why they've aged so well, because there's so many practical effects within that universe. I, I would be a que- The question that I would have, though, is whether they would be able to get the budget to be able to do that. Again, I don't know exactly what the bottom line for the Daily Wire is as far as how much they make, how much they can invest in films, or how much they have set aside for films. But all I can say is that even if it was really bad CGI, even if it looked terrible visually, at the very least, if they had their hands on it, we know that it would be true to the lore. We know that it would be an actual Tolkien production. It would be an actual product of Tolkien. Whereas, unfortunately, Amazon has their hands on it, and they've been coming out recently trying to say, hey, guess what? We're, we're having characters that that uh, that Tolkien would never even have imagined. 
which immediately should have a red flag because it's, wait a minute, this is supposed to be based in the Tolkien universe. And if you're making up characters that did not exist within the Tolkien universe, then what you're doing is you're ignoring the rich history. You're, there's so many stories, so many characters, so many different races of creatures that you could use and utilize. And if you have to say to yourself, if you have the gall as a company and as a studio to say to yourself, we are going to come up with something that Tolkien never did, what you're essentially saying is that eh, Tolkien didn't give us enough to work with, so we're going to create our own stuff and work with that instead. That's ridiculous. The, the, the pompous arrogance there and to say that they know better than Tolkien, that they know better than the expert that they uh, fired, right, it is, is just ridiculous and very maddening. I know that's a very hot subject right now. By the way, I, I did a uh, live stream with a couple awesome, awesome, awesome people, uh, fellow Catholics, uh, Ryan Grant and Anthony Stein um, on the Census Fidelium channel, Census, S-E-N-S-U-S, uh, F-I-D-E-L-I-U-M, Census Fidelium channel. And we talked all about Lord of the Rings. We talked about the Lord of the Rings films, right? The anniversary. We talked about the books. Uh, Ryan Grant is is really an expert when it comes to the books. He was able to to bring out a lot of uh, a lot of history and a lot of ideas because he is he just loves the books. He loves the books so much. He's he's one of those persons where he's always had kind of a hatred for, towards even the films, which has kind of lightened over the years because of the impact the films have had. And also just how much more uh, appreciative of the, the way in which the story is being told and understanding that certain things had to be cut, certain things had to be um, had to be adapted in certain in certain fashions. Um, and then Anthony Stein is also a, a big fan uh, of that universe as well. And also, like me, a big fan of, of the films. And I would say a much bigger fan of the films than I am because just has a greater knowledge there. Uh, but anyway, I would recommend checking that stream out. It was a lot of fun. It was posted on all the social media uh, sites and um it was, a, it was a very, very good discussion. Let's see. Uh, Shorty Story says, Laura says, I got to see about 30 minutes of Shut In, and I agree. It wasn't an original premise, but the acting was solid. I just wasn't in the mood for that kind of suspense movie. Oh, yeah. If you're not in the mood for, you know, uh, one, if you're not in the mood for a thriller, then obviously I would not recommend it because it is it is a thriller. It, it is the very definition of this, this horror thriller. Um almost home invasion type, but not exactly home invasion. That That is a little... A thriller is really kind of the, the core of what it actually is. But if you're not in the mood for that kind of thing, if you're not in the mood for uh, some actions of violence as well that... I would actually say are, you know, for, for what it is, you know, pretty graphic as far as, you know, seeing nails in, in hands as, as I was, I'll, <laughs> that's about as far as I'll go with that. Um, yeah, you definitely got to be in a certain mood for it, but I, I will definitely say, I will definitely say that I, I found it very much worth the time. I feel most people, if they watch it, will not feel like they've wasted their time. It's only about an, it's about a 90 minute movie. And I think it's the perfect runtime. Nothing ever feels like it's dragging. Really, the only problem that I had with it was the fact that the story is derivative of a lot of other thrillers that we have seen before. So there's nothing really new. Um, and obviously, there, there's not a lot in today's world that is new under the sun. But it is still, I think, something worth uh, 
worth, uh, I think it's worth seeing. I really do. By the way, Nico Blue, thank you for upgrading to the Army of Asgard level. I really do appreciate that. Really do. All right, I need to start getting through some of these chats because things are about to jump on me. Uh, Winky, what's going on? Welcome, Alex McCarthy. What's going on? He says, howdy. Ooh, and how's it going? How's Thor? Just got off work. Uh, Duck Fizney. Absolutely. And I'm not going to say it three times because Lord knows I'm going to mess that up. Uh, but anyway, welcome back. And baby Thor is doing just fine. Doing just fine. Uh, let's see. Rob D. Tagged to say here. Hello, Odin. Daily Wire needs to dip into comedy and sci-fi genre. Hollywood banned comedy. No one wants uh, more Alien, Predator, Terminator sequels, Star Wars, Star Trek, and pissed off its audience. Oh, yeah. I absolutely agree. And when we actually go into some of the films they have planned, there is at least one comedy. That is set to release. The one in March that they have. Um, the Hyperions, I believe, is the, the full name of the film. Yeah, the Hyperions. That is set to release in March, March 10th. So uh, that one is a comedy. And the trailer is actually pretty good. I actually really, really like the trailer for that one. Uh, J-Rod, the beer guru. What's going on, bruv? Coming over from the D-Live fam. Thank you very much for being here. Lance Mola. What's up, Lance? Happy Saturday. This past week was true disappointment. I feel like Star Wars was cleanly broken in half with their Fett blunder. An absolute embarrassment. What, what, what were you expecting? I mean, again, we, we knew that it was going to happen. We, we if we were paying, if anyone, anyone that was paying attention knew that the story was just, it was not going to be able to end in any type of, of exciting fashion. And I think it lived up to expectations to be perfectly honest, because it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. And uh, it's exactly what Disney has been doing. You know, as far back as The Force Awakens, but especially more visibly, by more people at least, more visibly, with The Last Jedi. It's all about the subversion of expectations. It's all about trying to change the story for a group and an audience that is not actually going to support the films. And is not actually the source of, of much of your revenue at all. It doesn't make any sense from a business decision at all. Uh, Andrew Hoyle says, so with that background, is Odin a weatherman whose graphic hasn't been turned on? <laughs> it does indeed leave a lot of people the ability to uh, to to play around with the green screen effect. Robert e says, have you tried the new spicy lover's pizza from Pizza Hut? Had it today, really good, and I had pepperoni, chilled, uh, sliced red chili peppers, and crushed red pepper on it. I wouldn't be for the red peppers personally. I just I'm I'm picky with my toppings. I'm all about the pepperoni, uh, and Pizza Hut not my favorite. I'm I'm a Domino's person. I'm a, I'm a snob when it comes to that. Uh, let's see, Crisco, what's going on, man? He says, how much of a chance do you think Rings of Power has it actually being good, even despite the controversial deviations? Um, not not very high. If if a studio is so willing to really offend the source material to the point of saying the source material did not have enough that we had to add to it that immediately is a red flag so even though some people are saying oh you're freaking out you haven't even seen the you haven't even seen the trailer you haven't even seen this or that all i have to say to that is but we have seen the characters we have heard the stories and we've heard the excuses and the excuses have been that they created things that did not exist. And when you're doing that to a a world that is so rich, a, a, such an old story as well, and has so much more stories to be told based just 
staying within the source material, I think to hear that anything new is being done should be incredibly worrying. I don't think there's a good chance. Uh, J-Rod the Beer Guru just resubbed over on uh, D-Live. 31 months. Dang, dude. 31 months a sub over there. That's awesome. Massive 31 substreak. Can't believe I've been streaming over on D-Live for that long. Daniel Thorne, what's going on? Thank you for being part of the D-Live fan tonight. Keely Chow, what's going on? Brian Barth, come in to say, do you hope the movie, The Batman, will be good? I will have a runtime of 176 minutes. Of course I hope it'll be good. <laughs> what kind of a question is that? Do I think it'll be good? Time will tell. I know that a lot of the comic purists out there are are already concerned, and I understand this concern. Riddler is not Riddler. He he looks more like the uh, oh, what's it called? He looks like more like a mass murderer than he does like the actual Joker, or rather, rather as a, rather than like the Riddler character, you know. So. Anyway, J. Rather Beer Guru, what's going on over on DLive? Says, hope all is well. It's been a long spell since I caught you last, so I'm glad to have you here. Again, you stop by on both the the YouTubes and also on uh, on the DLive. Yeah, J. Rod, I can't I can't believe it either. It's it's so crazy to think that I've been streaming there this long, let alone streaming that long in general. Uh, Ghost in the Craig, I had no idea that was a great emoji. Look at that, shorty story. Wow. Wow. Of course. Keely Chow says, I would love for you to play Mario Kart with Geeks and Gamers Crew on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Uh, Central. Um, I-, I would love to play with them. The issue is is that time. I-, I am a teacher. I have to get up early in the morning. I- I've asked several times to try and move it up, but that time works really well with a lot of the people that watch. They get very good crowds at that time, and so it, it makes little sense for them to change the time just for a little old meat, uh, even to move it up just an hour. So that's going to be something where if the people, you know, if, if the people start to say, hey, I would really love to keep watching, but I got to go to bed, that, that's the only way I can ever think of anything actually uh, changing. But uh, I would love to play. Maybe maybe over the summer that, that could be a possibility, but while I'm in school mode, I got to get my sleep. Anyone who's a teacher understands. Stephanie B says, you got me. I, I did. I did. Darwin James, what's going on? Says, uh, not, it's not pullover, it's cardigan, but thanks for no. <laughs> no, it's just, just a jacket. But yes, I do, I do wear the same for, for most times. All right, I think I'm caught up enough. Dr. Deadbeat, what's going on? He would make a great hobbit, that's for sure. Uh, Dean J says, hello, how are you? You got Dune Steelcase yet? The Spice. I did get my deal, uh, my Dune Steelbook, and yeah, it is quite, quite pretty. All right, over on Odyssey, Thunderduck says, Odyssey has now this gray YouTube look with a little purple fading into it. Yak, I hate it. The symbols on the sidebar are much smaller now. I want the purple back. Okay, enough rants. We are talking movies, right? Daily Wire looks very high quality. I want to see more from them. Yeah, and they've got two other films coming out this year. So I think that this is going to be, in a certain way, you know, the year of the Daily Wire. Because their first film this year, uh, Shut In, that I just watched, is really their first original film. Right, it really is their first original film. So 
that I think is setting the tone and I think it's a very strong tone for them to set with it. And I think it's a good start. So hopefully uh, what they're able to do with the Gina Carano film, uh, hopefully Gina Carano uh, in Terror on the Prairie, I'm praying that that film lives up to the hype that a lot of us have for it because of Gina Carano specifically. And then the Hyperions, as I mentioned, it's, it's a comedy and the trailer is a lot of fun. And that's one that we'll get to see a little bit sooner as it's set to come out, it looks like March 10th. So yeah, really have high hopes for them this year. So really hope that they live up to it. We got the R saying, Hong Kong, what's up, R? Thank you very much for being here. Appreciate it. And again, whatever platform you're watching on, please put at Odin at the very beginning of your comments if you want your comment or question read aloud. It helps me out in the long run. All right. And if anyone's comment gets skipped, I, I do apologize. Jason Emmerstein, what's going on? A Minnesota hockey fan, what's going on? Thank you very much for being here. Uh, Dean J has buffering issues. Sorry to hear that. I think most people are okay. Uh, Brian Bart says, "What are Patrick McKay and JD Payne? I have not heard of those two uh, of those two folks." Was that what I was supposed to say, or were you saying fools? Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't know much about them myself. I just know that they were involved in the uh, in the creation of the film for for Shut In. Or wait a minute, we're talking about Shut In still, right? Now I'm confused. DJ Caruso. Yeah, now I'm now I'm confused because <laughs> uh, for Shut In, DJ Caruso. Again, context is very important. I always need context. But if we're talking about Shut In, the director was DJ Caruso, and I only found out after the fact he did one of the XXX films, uh, but he did a pretty good job with this one. He did a pretty, pretty good job. Anyway, eventually we'll get to some context, hopefully, for those two names, because they don't ring a bell right away. Fuzz Aldrin says, God bless Freedom Convoy. Let's go, truckers. I'm fully on board. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's see, Master of Gaming says, I need to check out Shut In, uh, not the 2016 Christina Hudson film. I'm a fan of DJ Caruso movies like The Disappointment, uh, The Disappointments Room, uh, Distrib- Disturbia, and Redeeming Love. Wait, did he just do the most recent re- film, Redeeming Love? Interesting. I did not realize that. And I didn't realize he did Disturbia as well. I like Disturbia a lot. Disturbia was great. It is definitely a complete derivative and knockoff of a much better Hitchcock film. But I would say as a modern day retelling of Rear Window, it's it's not bad. Let's see. Master of Gaming says, also, I am number four is another DJ Caruso film I liked. Uh, that film, uh, I remember seeing the trailer for that and I was not impressed. That That film looked a little too corny. A little, a little out of my, a uh, little out of my alley, as it were. Some guy called Darren. Welcome to the chat. It's a new name. See Andrew Hoyle, who is a member on the channel, says I'm intrigued with the Hyperions. Gave me an Umbrella Academy vibe, but without the insufferable Page last. Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. Let me see if I can try and pull up uh, this real quick, since we've been talking about it for for quite a bit now. Um, but I do think it's important. I want to make sure. Pulling up this correctly. All right, so let's let's talk about that a little bit while while the chat is not 
too crazy. So yeah, Shut In is the most recent film done by The Daily Wire. This is the one that I just saw today that just got released this weekend. I was a pretty big fan of it. Um, it's not the greatest film in the world. It is definitely nothing original or new when it comes to the thriller genre. But I was very much impressed. Uh, Rainy Qualey, who plays the lead, who plays the young mother in the film, did a really good job. I think that she was definitely the standout as well as the young actress they had playing her daughter. I thought that she was great. Jay Horowitz plays her her deadbeat boyfriend, uh, who plays a very good, crazed person. Vincent Gallo also uh, here uh, played another good, crazed drug, <laughs> drug, drug addict, as it were. And then, as I mentioned, DJ Caruso was the one that directed it. So if you want to see my full thoughts on this, uh, again, I have a, a review that I just dropped on the channel earlier today. So that is the most recent film. But Let's look a little bit about, you know, that's what's going on right now. Let's look to the future. So coming in the summer, so there's a trailer for this 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 movie that got released uh, as well on the release date for Shut In. That's Terror on the Prairie. So this is the film featuring Gina Carano. So this is expected to be released in the summer of 2022. So no release date yet. So no release date yet for Terror on the Prairie. But obviously Gina Carano has a lot of hype. Because she has been one of the very few actresses or actors who have been willing to stand up to cancel culture, who, in my opinion, has defeated cancel culture, who has been willing to stand up against uh, forcing people against their will, whether it be masking or mandates of of vaccinations or anything like that. She's been very pro-freedom in a lot of ways. She has been dragged through the mud and yet continues to remain uh, strong. So, obviously, I'm going to be watching that film as soon as I can when it gets released because of supporting and wanting to support her. But I am going to be looking at that film uh, as objectively as I can. And I understand that I'm obviously going to be going into that. And many of us, right? Many of us who watch that film are going to be going in, and we have to recognize that we're going in with a, a bias towards wanting to love it because of Gina Carano. So we got to be very careful with that. That film, I, I think, not only do you have Gina Carano, uh, you also have a couple of other actors in the uh, the film as well, who I think are, uh, uh, was it uh, Nick Searcy is in, the, is in it? And he's a very, very talented actor. And as soon as you see him, you're like, oh, wait, I know that guy. I was hoping the details would, would have the cast list. But, yeah, it's got a lot of stuff in it. Um, and, and I think that it has a lot of potential because of just the hype surrounding Gina Carano. So we'll see exactly when the actual release date is. Uh, based on uh, the, the interview that Nick Cersei did with uh, Tim Pool this week, the filming is done, so it sounds like they are just trying to do the post-production on the film at this point, and so hopefully we'll get a release date for it pretty soon. And then, interestingly enough, they have it in, in this order. I don't know exactly why. And so we have this film, which is expected to be released on March 10th, 2022, and that's the Hyperions. is the one that I was talking about. This one is the one that I think... I'm actually most excited for this one, uh, even compared to the Gina Carano one, right? As much as I am looking forward to that, I'm actually probably looking forward to this one a bit more because the story looks a little bit more interesting and also it looks fun. It's it's set to be a comedy. It says, Professor Ruckus uh, bestows his Titan badges on a trio of young superheroes admired for their courageous globe-hopping actions, but over the years, as egos, bruise, and resentments developed, the professor replaced the team with newer members. Years later, two of the original crime fighters want their powers restored, and they'll stop at almost nothing to get them back. The, uh, the appearance is a fantastically fun superhero action comedy throwback. So an action comedy throwback, um, that is, I think, the type of film 
that they are going to need to be able to produce. They've already done two very serious dramas, right? Their first film was Run, Hide, Fights, which was distributed by them, not made by them, right? The first film that they've actually produced was Shut In, the one that they just released. Hyperion's will be the next one, and then after that will be uh, Terror on the Prairie. So this is, I think, an incredibly important film for them because it's going to be very important for us to see whether or not they can handle and create uh, comedy. And do it well. Very interesting casting here because I'm pretty sure that looks like Carrie Yules, um, who whose names I, I think I always mispronounce, I believe. Um, but interesting that he is associated with a, a a movie that's associated with the Daily Wire, based on just some of his social media comments. I, again, I don't know exactly what was going on with that, but if you watch the trailer for it, which I highly recommend, it is a lot of fun. So I'm actually really looking forward to that, and it's also got some pretty good actors in it as well. And then the other one I was going to talk about was their first film, which they distributed, and that was Run, Hide, Fight. So this is one that was okay. For me, it was like in the C range, right? This was a film that was in the C range. Uh, It it dealt with a a school shooting situation, so obviously a very serious topic, and I think it handled it pretty well. But this was a movie that they uh, had already been made, had already been filmed, and then the Daily Wire, when they decided to start making their films, picked this one up as their first to be featured on the platform. So they distributed this one specifically and exclusively to Daily Wire members. And so this was uh, the technically their first film on their platform, though they did not actually produce it. Um, whereas with Shut In, that's their first. And again, I think that this one's better. I think this one is much better than Run, Hide, Fight. So if you saw Run, Hide, Fight and you didn't like it, I would highly recommend uh, Shut In, especially if you like thrillers especially ones that are uh, confined to very close spaces very small sets right very very few places in general and then of course uh terror on the prairie and the hyperions i think look like they have a lot of promise to them so daily wire i think has a lot of potential i think they have a lot of potential this year and i'm very excited to see what they're going to be able to do going forward all right let's get back to the chats let us see. Scott Miller, what's going on, man? Remember, at Odin at the very beginning of the comment. At Odin at the very beginning of your comments. Orange Arrow Views, who is a member, says, Odin, be honest. Is this green background preparation for the month of March? No, um, it, it's because, for one, my favorite color is green. I, I just love the color green, for one. And uh, secondly, because it actually matches the liturgical color of the year. Right now, green is the liturgical color. For those that are not aware, I'm devout Catholic, and so right now we're in the season uh, after Epiphany, season after Epiphany. We're about to, tomorrow is Septuagesima Sunday, which means uh, 70 days before Easter, and uh, it's, I follow the old calendar. I'm a, I'm a traditional Catholic, Tradcat is what we're called sometimes, and so uh, in the traditional church, uh, Lent, before Lent officially started, they actually had a pre-Lenten period where you would get some extra days of things like fasting and abstinence from meat to prepare for the season of Lent. So Septuagesima Sunday is tomorrow. So uh, I guess I could I could uh, arguably change to purple starting tomorrow, as that is the color of the season. Andrew Hoy, who's a member, says the Lord of Durangs is going to be a train wreck. <laughs> no, 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 no. If they were making the Lord of Durangs, that would actually be great. Unfortunately, they're not making that one. Uh, Jason Evanstein says, as Sunshine, who has, as Sunshine, who has worked at Pizza Hut, 
or rather, as someone, I'm assuming it meant to be, as someone who's worked at Pizza Hut, Domino's, and Papa John's, I can tell you that Domino's is objectively the worst. They are also the first to put pineapple on pizza. Well, the pineapple on pizza is is definitely an unforgivable sin um, in Asgard. However, uh, still tastes the best. Still tastes the best. Indeed, long, long time. Uh, let's see. Kili Chow says, what would you do if Gary started a nooner on time? For me, a nooner started on time means the apocalypse is upon us. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's definitely one thing. Also, I would be incredibly happy because it would mean he could do four to six hour streams and then not go up against people who stream in the evening. <laughs> Come on, Gary. Same thing with the real BBC. All right, let's see. Minnesota hockey fan who is a member says, I just started reading Dune today. Nice. I need I need to get back into that. Uh, I, I got three-fourths of the way through before the film came out, and uh, I, I want to finish it. Definitely want to finish it. Yeah, DLive used to be a lot more popular, and unfortunately not a lot of it's really happening over there. I think a big part of that, obviously, is the fact that you, you had uh, exclusivity with... Um, with PewDiePie over there, and then once that ended, and then he went exclusive with YouTube, that obviously, I think, left a lot of holes there. Uh, there's still some people who have been active on DLive for a while, but even channels that I followed, every now and then I'll go back to like the main DLive platform, and I'll be like, oh, the channels that I followed initially who were trying to, you know, kind of getting in early on it, not even active anymore, and they weren't they weren't multi streaming like like I've been. Let's see. Uh, Laura says, gamers are notoriously nocturnal. This is very true. And as I am not a hardcore gamer, um, that is that is also one of the reasons why. I, I will also say, though, I, I feel that a lot of the people watching are not necessarily gamers either. I think that they just find the comments, the commentary, and, and the talking and the fighting and everything to be, to be a lot of fun. So, yeah. At least that's just that's my own thought. Uh, Master of Gaming says, "Did you know that Uballs Hanau is coming the same day as the Batman in Germany?" Well, who cares? <laughs> I'm just being honest. Uh, isn't he the one who's notoriously the notorious for making terrible terrible films? Uh, Dean J says, "Gina Carano with a big freaking rifle. Can you go wrong?" Uh, not necessarily. I will say that the moment in the trailer for Terror on the Prairie that concerns me is when she's screaming. And the reason why is because it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter who it is. Whenever an actor is screaming on screen, there is just something about it that is always unsettling. I don't know. Uh, and luckily, they cut it off, I think, at the right moment so that you, you you don't get the full effect, but it was just like, for instance, I think one of the best decisions that they've made in films in general is whenever a character screaming, when they do the music is playing and all of the voices are silent and all you see is the actor screaming and not actually hearing it. I think that's a lot more effective. I think it's a lot more effective when it does that. Um, so let's see. Thunderduck over on Odyssey says, if green is your color, get a Minnesota wild Jersey current or retro. It's emerald ish. It's dark green. What do you think of Morbius will be another Sony success and how much will it make uh, that one? I, I don't think will be as much of a success for Sony. I, I, I honestly, that to me is a giant mystery. 
It's been pushed back so many times. I think the most recent one now is it's April 1st. It's actually like April 1st of all of all dates. So it's almost like they almost view it as, as a joke. You know, the fact that it had been pushed to January uh, kind of tells me that they don't have a lot of confidence in it because January is, is notoriously the place where films go to die as far as uh, films that get released in, in that month. So, uh, yeah, I, I would say that I don't think it's going to be another major success for Sony, though if they have any type of, of crazy connections to the Spider-Verse, you know, may, maybe that'll give it the bump that it might need. But I think it's been delayed so much at this point. It's hard for me to see that film being successful. I could be wrong on that. And I will await the box office projections to have further commentary on it. But that that's my thought. And then as far as the Minnesota Wild jersey, I, I am not as big into hockey. I, I would love to get into it. But if I did, it, it would be it would be the Nashville team, as I am a resident of the great state of Tennessee. Andrew Hoyle says, are the Daily Wire just doing movies? Or are they dipping in TV shows? For, na- for right now, it's just movies. So the ones that I had mentioned, those are the ones that they have made and have announced. Um, but it would not surprise me if they eventually try to go into uh, TV. As obviously that is another pretty important uh, factor when it comes to the streaming game. Crisco says, do you have any potential interest in seeing Drive My Car? It's the last of the Best Picture nominations that I have yet to see. Yeah, and that's what drives me crazy too, is that it got nominated for an Oscar, which, again, the Oscars are worthless. But it also is a film that's not available anywhere. I mean, the film's made almost no money. The, the film, last I checked, made, what, a million dollars? And I know that how much money you make is, is not indicative of how successful you are. But the film is not available on streaming, is only available in, in, in some theaters. So, to me, it is the epitome of elitist and elitism. And oh man, so many people have been triggered by the video I did about the Raven Awards and the Oscars. And there are so many elitist shills who have come into the comment section saying, oh, you don't even know what you're talking about of the Oscars. It's not about popularity. It's not about, you know, box office numbers. It's about what is what is actually the best film of the year, and all of those films are are worthy of that title. And it's like, get over yourself. It's it's elitist trash, is what it is. Uh, so I don't really have a general interest in it. I mean, I I would see it if it was available because I want to be like, okay, why in the world did this random film get nominated when no one saw it? <laughs> I would really like to know. Um, but yeah, Jared the Beer Guru, thank you for the ice cream donation over on d live been a while been a while since we've had one of those uh so the people i'm imagining this was okay so crisco is trying to trying to uh clear up i believe this was the comment earlier to bryant barth's comment mentioning those names the showrunners for rings of power yeah i think a lot of other better people than i have have already gone into that and shown that they have no experience whatsoever so you already have the answer there uh, Joey Horn, what's going on? He's a member, says Da Vinci and Michelangelo are my favorite, like everyone, I guess. Interesting. Uh, Dean J says here, oh yeah, sidebar, I'm getting baptized tomorrow. God bless. Dean J, congratulations, man. That is awesome. Welcome to the church, brother. That is awesome. 
Minnesota hockey fan says, we'll be checking out the Hyperions when that comes out. The trailer looked good. Yeah, the trailer definitely looked good, so I'm definitely pretty hyped. Andrew Hoyle, who's a member, says, Matt McKay and Payne are the ones who've won the lottery and been handed the keys to the fake Middle Earth. Yes. Glad that you explained it in that way. Glad that you explained it. Let's see. DJ Caruso says Fuzz Aldrin did Eagle Eye with Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Eagle Eye, I was not as much of a fan of. So if he did Eagle Eye and someone else, I think, mentioned that he did Disturbia. Disturbia was a much better film. Eagle Eye w- was was okay. Um, it, it's a film that I, I've, I've forgotten, though. It's a, for, it's a forgettable film. Uh, Shorty Story says, oh, the Hyperion stars stars Tanner Buchanan from Cobra Kai. I'm hyped. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I noticed I recognized him in it, too. Yeah, definitely check out the trailer. As I said, uh, there are a couple of, of actors that I think uh, people will recognize. And, yeah, one of them is featured. Uh, one of them is the, the son of Johnny Lawrence uh, from Cobra Kai. So that was pretty cool to see. Uh, by the way, Daniel Thorne confirmed that it was actually five ice creams donated over there. So I, I very much appreciate that. Fortunately, the chat that I have up here does not show all the details with it. So if there was a comment attached to it, uh, please, please do let me know. Uh, over on Honesty, the R says, just saw the UE Bowl film Blood Rain on a whim. On a whim, it was amateur hour. Oh, yeah. that That is one of his more notoriously bad films, from what I hear. I have not seen it myself, as I've heard it's a waste of time, and I, I try not to waste my time. <laughs> I try not to waste my time with films, which is why typically my worst of the year films are, are not as bad as some of the worst films that might actually come out in a year, because I try not to waste anything. Left Cross, what's going on, man? Welcome back. Mr. Peabody, he tagged to say here, so they removed the little house and replaced it with terror. Interesting. Yes, indeed. <laughs> they, uh, re- they removed the little house on the prairie, and instead... They decided to put in some terror. Welcome back, Peabody. Always glad to see you in the chat. All righty. Master of Gaming says, I'll add the Hyperions to the list of superhero movies I'm looking forward to, like Morbius, Samaritan, and Secret Headquarters. Interesting. Yeah, I saw Samaritan. Uh, that I be- Isn't that the one with Stallone? Isn't Stallone in a superhero film or something? But I, I'm wondering if it's going to be another one of those deconstruction projects, you know? I don't know. Uh, Left Cross tag to say, I just realized who Carriols was. That's a really big get for them. He's hope, I hope it's good. It, no, it really is. The guy is a very, very talented actor. I just know that he has made some social media comments that, that I was a little... When I saw him in the trailer, I was like, wait a minute. I would not have expected to see him in this. Then again, we live in odd times. Uh, Joey Horn, tagged to say, I saw Risen for the first time today. Had a couple of issues with it, but thought it was good. Have you seen it? Thoughts? No, I haven't. Uh, probably because, yeah, I, I saw the trailer and had some issues with the trailer. Just did not look like my cup of tea. And so I decided not to. Bruce says, I've got a tab open to live Ottawa raw footage freedom convoy. They are peacefully dancing to music in the street now. Well, I mean, that's what that's what the whole thing has been. That's why whenever you're seeing these videos of, of Trudeau and all of these 
government elitist in Canada and even in the United States coming out to try and paint the convoy as anything else, anything else other than peaceful civil disobedience. It's insane. And I'm, I'm happy to hear that. It sounds like it seems like no one's buying that narrative. And if, if people are starting to at least question or doubt the narrative of the government in, in most instances, that's a good thing. That's not to say that the government's always going to lie, right? Even the government can come, can come out tomorrow and say 2 plus 2 equals 4, and they would be right on that. But does that mean that you trust them with some of the bigger things, etc.? I, I would probably say not. Um, but, <laughs> uh, it's been really cool to see. A lot of the attention that's been given there. Uh, Give, send, go. Having one of their largest uh, campaigns, right? One of the largest campaigns that they've ever seen, uh, which which is amazing. I think they what, got up to eight million or so. And then you have the judge, or yeah, the uh, the, the attorney general who represents Canada or one of the provinces. I think it's Canada in general. And they tried to like basically make it illegal for any of those funds to be transferred. But here's the thing. We live in a world and we live in an age where people are willing to be civil, civilly disobedient. And that, I think, is going to be in part part of the process of getting that money or getting the effects of that money to, to those truckers. One of the coolest videos that I've seen of the trucker campaign so far has been when you had, like, literally dozens upon dozens upon dozens of people, maybe even hundreds of people, all with gas canisters. And the reason why was because one of the cities had made it illegal to provide gas for the truckers, which again, insane, insane. Um, and so what they said, what they decided to do was they decided to have a bunch of people. And again, this is something that they developed on their own. They decided, all right, I'm going to bring, let, let's all bring gas canisters. Some of us will have empty ones. Some of us will have ones with gas. Some of us will have ones with water. And there's this great video of just like literally nonstop people walking all with the same kind of, of gas canister. And it was amazing. And it reminded me of V for Vendetta, that moment when you have all of the people, the regular everyday people walking together with the V masks on or with the Guy Fox mask on and the, the police could, couldn't do anything. Right. And, and that's exactly what that moment was. And, and I think we need a lot more of that. And I'm hoping and praying that we can get something like that going in our own country. Could you imagine if we could get an Occupy DC going on? If we could get a trucker convoy to Occupy DC? That'd be phenomenal. Just get a bunch of them outside outside the Capitol honking during uh, during the times in which they're trying to, to do all their quote-unquote voting. That'd be, that'd be amazing. Get them all lined up outside the White House. Honk, 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 honk. Again, Peaceful civil disobedience. Uh, let's see. Laura says, I predict Nerdronic will have a million subs before the Rings of Power is over. Oh, yeah. That is definitely going to be the next major uh, major show for him. No doubt about it. Let's see. Some guy called Aaron says, I never would have thought Ben Shapiro would be involved in such quality movie productions. It looks like a promising future. Did you know his wife is a doctor? <laughs> I get that joke and that reference. <laughs> yes, I did. She's an amazing. She's a doctor. All right. And she's very good looking. All right. She's beautiful. <laughs> oh, man. I remember I used I have not as much time to listen to. Uh, I used to listen to him a lot more. And I listened to him on like 1.5 speed 
and he already speaks pretty quickly and so it's it's pretty crazy yeah ryan barth a bunch of other people already answered that for me to give me the context thank you forever sci-fi who's a member says true i pulled a few all-nighters gaming just last night i played persona 5 until 4 a.m because i got into the story yeah i understand that but (laughs) mine is definitely one of the weirdest things um the show that would always get me lost time-wise is an older pc game and some people might remember this roller coaster tycoon that one hours would go by and i'd look at the clock and say oh my goodness how has it been this long over on odyssey uh thunderduck says if you go to the nashville predators do not buy jerseys there in arena merchandise is very expensive warner brothers needs money badly the air cut is basically finished don't think they need the money to produce their woke crap and again that's only if i ever got into hockey and i i would always i always typically try and find the ch- the cheapest stuff like that possible uh daniel t over on odyssey says happy happy global movie day there's always an international day of something and i never buy it right so international pizza day i feel like there's been three different pizza days at this point there was like national pizza day and then international pizza day for me i'm like okay i'm, I'm over it i'm over these days how about how about it's a saturday <laughs> how about it's a saturday and I'm gonna I'm gonna live. Thunderduck says what they call Canadians today. I we have endured for two years of us calling us Yahtzees, right wing extremists, Corona deniers, aluminium foil hats, kicker in Germany. You have to pay for TV license, and they are the worst calling us that. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. By the way, please do not follow the advice of Brian Barth on the Raven Awards. Please do not follow his advice. Right, make your own decisions for yourselves, please. That's just uh, Bryant. I, 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 I don't know if you're if you actually feel that way or not, but please don't troll. Please don't troll, because if a, if a bunch of troll votes start coming in and it's clear that there's troll votes coming in, it means that I'm gonna have to to change the system midstream, and I, I would rather not do that. I would really rather not do that. Um, that that movie that you're trying to pr- promote is even lucky to be nominated. Lucky to be nominated. Anyway, some guy called Aaron says, finally managed to see the show live for once. It's almost 1 a.m. And Scotland will hail from Scotland. Thank you for being here. Very much appreciate it. Funny, last time I was in Scotland was by accident. Actually, it was my first time in Scotland. It was by accident. I was going on my honeymoon to Iceland. Yes, I know. That's the kind of people Freya and I are. We went on our honeymoon to Iceland. And there was one of the worst snowstorms in like 50 years when we went and our plane couldn't land. So we were circling the air for a while. And then all of a sudden the pilots who are Icelandic get on and they start speaking Icelandic. So we don't understand what's going on. So it's like Glasgow. All we hear is Glasgow. We're like, what? And then all of a sudden we see on the map, we get diverted. And instead of going to Iceland, we, we, <laughs> we instead stop and go to Glasgow. We go to the airport in Glasgow. So I was actually in Scotland for the first time, got, got the passport stamped and everything. This was years ago. Um, and it, it's just crazy uh, to think that my one and only visit to Scotland was, was by pure chance and coincidence. 
and they were so nice. Oh, they were so nice. Like the whole experience sucked, but when we got to Scotland, uh, the people at the airport who worked there were just so nice. They did everything we could. There were people obviously who were just angry and frustrated because we were told that we would probably get on a flight and be able to go. And then we were on the actual plane to go. And then we were told the airport had shut down because apparently air, the airport shut down. Like the workers had gone home and they hadn't like worked that out. So then we were on the plane. We were told to get off the plane. So like they gave us like vouchers and stuff. So some people were really, really mad. And, uh, and again, I think rightfully so, but some of them were just so mean and, and the response that we got from them, they were, they were so nice. They were just so kind. Uh, pale rider. What is going on? Welcome. Dad may walk. If five is a member hail to you coming in way too late, but good evening. Hey, thank you for being here. Really do appreciate it. Thanatos Felicitas says your eyes are so dreamy when you're talking pompously. Oh, Thanatos. Thank you, uh, John. Uh, John Cream says, when are the YouTubers going to get together and make movies? There are quite a few that have experience in Hollywood, especially the ones that show up on Midnight's Edge. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, you know, movies cost a lot of money to make. Obviously, with uh, things, rather with uh, entities like Gifts and Go coming into existence and, and, and gaining more in prominence, I think that the concept of that happening is definitely a lot higher. I think it really comes down to someone actually taking control. That I think is the biggest issue is that no one at this point has yet shown any interest in taking control. I know I wouldn't want to be in control of that um, because that's a lot of moving parts costs a lot of money. Um, and then also it's like what kind of movies would, would be made. You know, it's not like we could start something and, and then make uh, our own movie of what we would want to see in our, our universes, right? To make a Star Trek or, or Star Wars, right? Because of uh, lawsuits and copyright and all that jazz. So it would have to be original. And I, I think that it would, what we would need is we would need a producer, someone with an actual producer mindset who could handle all of the different parts, right? Uh, direction, raising money, uh, getting, you know, writers, etc. like getting all that stuff together and really managing it. And I, I don't really know if, because even in our own universes, when you think about it, we're, we're really not as well organized. Keep in mind that I'm a panelist on a show that is notorious for starting late. <laughs> so <laughs> when you when we, when we think about a lot of the people in our community, as much as I love every single person in our community, right, in, in the fellowship and beyond, there is definitely, I would say, a lot of things there where I don't think it would work out as well. I think it sounds better in concept than it would actually be in practice, if you know what I mean. Tina says, that was a private conversation between Joey and me. We were discussing the audiobooks for Agony and the Ecstasy, which I just finished, and it was wonderful. Ah, very nice. As you know, uh, members don't have to tag, and so that's why I read that comment. Uh, Shorty Story says, contact Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, best movie is Peter, Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, Peanut Butter Falcon, absolutely. If you've never seen Peanut Butter Falcon and you want to have your heart lifted up, highly recommend that movie. Gosh, that's such a great movie. It's also great because it features the actress who was in the Fifty Shades movies. 
terrible career choice, I think, for her. I think some would argue otherwise because, oh, she got money for it. Kind of similar to, you know, Robert Pattinson did did the Twilight movies and he got a lot of money for doing the Twilight movies, but now he's known as as the you know, as Twinkles from 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 Twilight, right? So it's got one of those like benefits, but then also one of those uh one of those pitfalls. Uh Shia LaBeouf though in, in Peanut Butter Falcon with her in it as well. And with the young actor whose whose name I, I honestly don't know, um, and I wish I did, who um, has Down syndrome, uh, is phenomenal. It's such a great, wholesome story. We, we don't have a lot of those films. We don't have a lot of those stories that are told, and it's so, so good. Yeah, if you've never seen The Peanut Butter Falcon, I would also highly recommend it. Definitely might be one of his best. Definitely might be one of his best. Um, also, speaking of Shia LaBeouf, if you want to see a great Shia LaBeouf, uh, not really a film. Well, it's not a film. If you want to see the one of the best Shia LaBeouf adjacent products, look up Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf song. And it's the one where there's like puppets and it's this whole commentary. And basically the whole song is about running from Shia LaBeouf. Because he he has murderous intentions and oh it is it is hysterical it is hilarious hilarious uh, definitely would recommend it all right let's see Dean J Stallone was in Guardians of the Galaxy two as a cameo yes it's true this is very very true let's see Rob D says if daily wire gets into television their first sitcom should be the show of ben shapiro and ocasio cortez as neighbors <laughs> that would be pretty great uh, that would be pretty great actually in, in reality because if you had even just a character inspired by shapiro or, or cortez or actually even taking uh, shapiro out of it having it be to congress like inspired by Congress persons, right? So someone who's seen as the most conservative and one that's seen as the most liberal, having them as neighbors, you could have a lot of fun episodes. Like that could actually be a really fun series to watch. Um, let's see. So uh, Sage rather of Rokaseka. What's going on, Sage? How's it going? Greetings, 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 greetings. I have seen Shut In and I have a review out on the channel. And yes, Sage, absolutely. Blessed Septuagesima Sunday to you tomorrow i don't know if you're in the future or not but yes our preparation for lent begins tomorrow and um oh man uh, i know that uh, for any of the track cats out there i know that census census the channel i was talking about earlier where we did the lord of the rings discussion and again shout out to ryan grant and anthony stein uh for for one for ryan grant for reaching out to me and inviting me on. I was so humble just to be invited on to, and also to be featured on census, census Fidelium. I was just like, Oh my goodness, this is actually going to be on census Fidelium. I, I watch this content a lot. They actually just put out an episode about how to have a, a fruitful and, uh, and traditional Lent. So I'm going to be diving into that. I know that, uh, Anthony Stein is going to definitely be diving into that as well. Um, as he also did for Advent. And I can't wait because I, I'm someone where I call myself traditional Catholic because I am, but I'm also a young traditional Catholic, so I'm still learning a lot of things as far as traditional practices are concerned, and uh, I'm very excited to to learn. Uh, Brian Barr, do you think Daily Wire will expand more uh, to more movies? How they are releasing their movies? Why are they 
why are they so they're releasing their films onto their service because obviously they want to drive up subscriptions because if they drive up subscriptions that gets them more money and they get more stable money and the stable money is allowing them to reinvest it into other films and projects if they ever get large enough they might actually be able to put them out into theaters uh, the issue with theaters is that you're then splitting revenue with the theaters and the theater chains and those contracts can be somewhat difficult um and also, that means you'll have to put that much more money to spend on marketing, right? Because for now, all they would have to do is just market it to the people on Daily Wire and maybe do a little bit of marketing outside of that to try and get people outside of the Daily Wire to watch it. Um, so that's the reason why they're they're releasing it in that way for now. They have more control over it, and they are then able to uh, be able to drive up memberships. And, and as we all know, memberships uh, are key. All right. Before I get to this comment from Left Cross, heading back over to Odyssey, Thunderduck says, you talked about it before, but I forgot. What is the reason you turned your back on Rumble again? Many on NFT, like Jeremy and Gary, may want to work with them. That's why I am asking, are you going to revive your BitChute? So to answer your last question, BitChute has a problem. BitChute has a BitChute problem because it used to be where you would connect your YouTube channel and it would auto back up. I don't know what happened. I'm 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 still technically on there, but it stopped auto updating. I looked into it. I checked the channel ID. Everything was nothing has changed. So for some reason, it stopped auto updating. So that's a bit shoot problem. And I'm going to be honest. I was I'm barely on that platform anyway, so I, I I don't have enough willpower to to dive into the issue there. Going on to the Rumble question, um, I've I've definitely softened a bit on my position on Rumble. I still think that they were completely out of line to threaten a lawsuit against Odyssey for a tweet. Definitely think that they were out of line for that. I I also am very much still on the Odyssey train. I think Odyssey is is hilarious in their trollery. Uh, it's been hilarious to see them troll Rumble and 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 everybody, right? They go after everybody. That's that's why I like Odysseys because th- for them it's not about trying to create a multi-billion-dollar industry. For them, it's about hey, we want to create a space where creators can come and create their content, put their content up, uh, and and it be based in cryptocurrency, based in the blockchain, and 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 I really do like that. I really do appreciate that. I have softened on Rumble a bit because Rumble, I will have to say, has a much better infrastructure. So I use Rumble actually a lot because I try to, I'm trying my best to watch the channels that I watch not on YouTube. One, because of ads and how ridiculous ads are, but two, because I want to support alt platforms. So I actually have been watching a lot of videos. For instance, I watched a lot of the Tim Pool videos uh, through Rumble. Because I'm able to put speed controls on, have it on in the background, all that stuff you got to pay for, right? You have to, at least as far as the background play and stuff like that, you have to pay for. So I have softened on them a bit. The issue with Rumble, as far as uploading is concerned, is that there is no auto, there is no auto upload option. So, you know, with Odyssey, I upload it to YouTube as soon as it posts to YouTube. Within like a, within a few minutes, however long the video is, sometimes it could be 10, 15, 20 minutes, it will upload then over to uh, to Odyssey. So it's a great backup channel. It does what BitChute's supposed to do. I don't know why BitChute stopped doing it. And I, I also have been uploading now to uh, to Gab TV. So if you would have another option, I, have, I upload my videos to Gab. I also upload my videos to Mines. So if I were to upload to Rumble, it'd be another place where I'd have to do an individual upload to. I only have so much time in the morning. 
I can barely even do the Gab ones. In fact, usually the Gab ones get uploaded later because it takes longer to process since they have their own servers. So normally it's like later in the day where I'm actually like posting those videos uh, through Gab and through uh, Gab TV. But yeah, uh, again, I- I've softened on Rumble a little bit, but I- in the end, for me, uh, I think what Rumble did as far as threatening lawsuit against Odyssey, I, I think that was low. Uh, and I I have a lot of concerns still about their 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 large you know, becoming basically a public company and we'll see what we'll see what they do. They're working with a lot of major names. And uh, obviously that is something where I know other members of the fellowship are in talks with them. Um, but if they were to ask me, if, if, if any of the fellowship were to ask me for advice as far as should, Hey, which, what's the second channel that I should stream to Odyssey is the answer for me. It's not perfect. By no means is Odyssey perfect. And and even they recognize that. And and again, where you see Odyssey, where where Odyssey is now versus where it was last summer when I tried streaming there exclusively, it's night and day, right? It's night and day how much better Odyssey is now. But the other reason is Rumble for live streaming at the very least is for for live streaming and for monetization, it's a joke. It, it is a complete joke. So for me, it's not worth the time to upload to Rumble, for one. And two, I can't live stream there because you have to pay. They, they, they claim, and they've been claiming for months, eventually everyone's going to have access to live streaming. Nope, you got to pay at least, what, $25, $50 a month in order to live stream over there. So... That's where I am with them at this point. Left crossover on YouTube says, thanks for making me sad. I just looked uh, at Carriel's Twitter. Well, he made his start making indie movies, so I guess he can put aside, uh, I put it aside, I will too. Yeah, and again, that's the reason why I was so confused by the fact that he's working with the Daily Wire, right? The, one of the last companies I would ever think of him working with. But that's why I, I kind of want to dive deeper into it because Terror on the Prairie, I'm pretty confident, is one that was actually produced by Daily Wire. I'm wondering if Hyperion's was one that has was just picked up and distributed by Daily Wire. Um, because that would explain it. That that would explain why he would be featured on their platform is if they bought the distribution rights and they were not involved in the actual cre- creation process. But I'll have to dive into that. I don't know that for sure yet, so don't quote me on that. Uh, Mark six three three six six. What's going on? Welcome back. Glad to have you here. Let's see. Orange Chat Reviews says, where is the link to find uh, to vote for the Raven Awards? So you can find it on the website, ombreviews.com. Go to the 2021 Raven Awards, and the link is there. Uh, it should be uh, auto-posting through Heimdall, and also the Valk should be posting it as well. I've also posted it on all of the, all of the social several times. Or at least a couple times. See, Minnesota hockey fan says, "Yes, jerseys are expensive. Just paid 120 plus shipping and tax for my recent Wild jersey. That sounds about right for a jersey, though. To be honest, yeah, I would have to actually be really into it. I, I have, I, I have one of the streaming television services, and it's supposed to like, it's supposed to record those games, but for some reason it doesn't, or I haven't found them. It's weird. It's very, very odd." I'm going to have to dive uh, f- further into that. Speaking of the Raven Awards, uh, the results so far have indeed been been interesting. 
Uh, Ghost in the Craig says, One day I hope to visit Scotland and I get some drunken shenanigans with the critical drinker. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, as a straight edge person, I cannot say I'd be able to enjoy you. Uh, rather, I would not be able to join you in that. Um, but hey. All right, YouTube. Uh, just say YouTube me says Odin it kicked it kicked off because he hired Rob Long for Reveler, which produced Run Hide Fight. Then, like the scumbag Nespit he is, Rob ran off to collect free money without effort. Wait, as I'm 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 a little confused on that one. I'm a little confused on that one. Soul Assassin, any thoughts on the Jurassic Park trailer? Looks like a fun watch. I've not seen the most recent Jurassic World. Wait, no, 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 no. I did, I did, I did see the Jurassic World trailer. Um, to me, it looks like they are going back to their roots with nostalgia, uh, which is made clear by the actors that they have featured in the trailer. I still have concerns though because I haven't really found any of the Jurassic World films that enjoyable or or worthy of rewatch, and. This looks like their attempt to try and write the track, but if all they're going to do is nostalgia without a story or without fixing the mess of a story that they've created so far, I don't know if it'll be enough. Now, if they're able to do what Spider-Man No Way Home did, which is bring in nostalgia, do it well, and balance it with a uh, at least a a half, at least a half decent story, then they they might be able to pull it off, but can't say i'm excited in fact i haven't even seen the last of the jurassic world films i skipped it because the trailer just made me cringe so so much i saw the first two missed the third so uh let's see deadman 155 says last two movies in theaters i've seen moonfall and jack but actually enjoyed moonfall and laughed at jack but but i had to cover my eyes a lot <laughs> yeah uh i still really want to see uh as you say jack but um, have no desire to see Moonfall at all. I am finally seeing movies again, though, so I've got a ticket set tomorrow to go see uh, Murder... Uh, I was going to say Murder on the Orient Express. Death on the Nile. So I have a ticket to go see Death on the Nile tomorrow, so I'm excited for that. Got a ticket to go see Uncharted uh, when it opens this week. So not excited for that. Don't know... I really have zero expectations for that film. And... Uh, and then third, I am going. I have an early ticket to go see the Batman, not the fan event, but because I am an AMC investor, uh, there's a special AMC investor screening that they have the day after the fan event. So I won't see it the earliest, but I will see it at least before opening. I'll see it the Wednesday before opening. Um, so I'm very excited that I, I've got that ticket. So, yeah, glad to be seeing some movies again. Uh, let's see. Joey Horn says, I like the golf movie Shia did. I think it's called Great Game Ever Played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember hearing about that one. I, I don't think I ever saw it. Trailers, yes. Movie, I don't think I ever actually did. All right. Over on Odyssey Thunderdog has a couple comments. He says, you talked about it before, but I forget. Uh, wait a minute. No. I already got that one. Uh, he says, thank you for your explanation. Rumble has a YouTube channel sync. I just looked on my channel. It might be new. I'm no expert. So Thunderduck, to explain that, that's, I believe, if you upload to Rumble directly, it'll upload it to your YouTube channel. Now, since my primary use and my primary audience is YouTube, 
That would not work for me because that would not guarantee certain tags crossing over, descriptions crossing over. There's a lot of issues, uh, thumbnails crossing over. So there's a lot of issues that could pop up. Uh, there's a lot of issues that could pop up uh, with with that. So that's what that is. So Rumble has a YouTube sync, but based on when I was playing around with it, it only would mean that it would upload to your YouTube channel and not the other way around. Um, he says, do you profit more if I watch on Odyssey or Rumble? I want to bypass YouTube and support you and everyone as possible. Thank you for your answers. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I, again, I push people towards Odyssey because, I again, Odyssey, as far as monetization goes, between Odyssey and Rumble, just from you watching it, it's about the same, which is nothing because there's no ad revenue there, right? Um, but what I love about Odyssey is that for any video or for any stream, you can donate. So with YouTube, some channels have that, right? They have the thanks button, but then they take 30%, right? So YouTube takes 30% of every super chat, 30% of every membership fee, 30% of every single thing. YouTube takes a massive cut. Odyssey takes what processing fee? maybe 1% to cover anything. So it's very, very small. The example I always give is, let's say you uh, give a $100 super chat on YouTube. $70 of that goes to the creator. $30 of that goes to YouTube. You give $100 on Streamlabs. You give $100 on Odyssey. Probably Rumble too, I imagine. $95 of that goes to the creator. $5 goes to processing fees, etc. So I much... I much prefer uh, Odyssey for that reason because if anyone wanted to donate, whether it be the library tokens, because you can gain library tokens, which is their cryptocurrency, so you can gain those just by watching content. If you watch content over there, you can gain cryptocurrencies for free. Uh, their library tokens for free. You can give those as much as you want. You can donate actual money as well. And what's great about that is that if you donate on Odyssey, that money is available and accessible to the creator by the next day. YouTube, they take 30% and then they make you wait until the next month. <laughs> and that's of course, if you're still monetized at that point. So uh, yeah, I, I definitely would definitely want to push people more towards Odyssey. And that's the other thing too, is that you, you don't have to donate. Um, it's great if you do, but I do this for fun. But if you're looking for the best alt tech platform, if I had to push you in any direction, it would be Odyssey because also I don't upload my videos to Rumble anymore because of one, it being an extra step and two, because I, I just, I, I don't find it to really be worth it. Maybe one day they'll be able to, to fix the issues that I have, the gripes that I have and, and gain my confidence. It is not this day. This day we fight. Sorry, I, I've been uh, re-watching Lord of the Rings Extended, and I'm now on disc two of The Two Towers. And man, oh man, it looks beautiful. Just need to get a sound system figured out. If anyone knows any good... I'm not looking for like the, the top of the line. I'm looking for the best budget 5.1 surround sound system. I don't need speakers behind me. I just... Soundbar with a couple, uh, I know that most of the basic ones now, it's like a soundbar and then like two sides and then like a subwoofer or something like that. If anyone knows a lot, reach out to me uh, through socials, through uh, email. 
And then also, if anyone if anyone knows about routers, I'm looking to upgrade my router. If anyone has recommendations on that, reach out. I'd appreciate it. Um, let's see. Fuzz Aldrin on YouTube says, your thoughts on celebrity elites will not require proof of vaccination for the Oscars. Oh, has that been confirmed? I know there was a rumor that that was going to be the case. Um, I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious because they are now saying things that we have been saying for months that we could be canceled for, that we could be deplatformed for. They are now saying, and it's like, well, yeah, the science has changed. It's like, no, 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 no. One study Based on what we know, one study came out that Dr. Fauci said, oh, this is a good study. When a plethora of other studies had existed for months prior saying the same thing. And now all of a sudden you can say the things that many people have been saying for months. It's it's so stupid. Uh, Sage Rogasaga says, Deadline says Daily Wire acquired domestic distribution rights. I'm assuming that's uh, the Hyperion's context is always incredibly important. <laughs> uh, Harvey says I figured out who the character in armor who Amazon is trying to pass off as Galadriel really is it's Sir Gala- Galahadriel Sir Galahadriel ah, of course of course alright we got about 10 more minutes so can try and wrap things up just got some just got some ice cream at the store today so I'm actually really excited Got got some uh, cookies and cream. Mm. Can't wait. So excited. So excited. See, awesome one says here. Yo, oh, people still watch movies in theaters. I know, I know, and I'm excited to continue to do so. Mark Lazette says there have only been two Jurassic Worlds out so far. Dominion is number three. Really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like there's been more. <laughs> so I guess it's just the second one that I haven't seen. Either way. <laughs> Either way. Take out a movie and my and my thoughts still remain to be the same. <laughs> oh man. Let's see. Nearside Cyclops, what's up? Welcome back. Glad to see you in the chat. Uh, Sage Rokaseka, who is a member, says, Death on the Nile, no thanks. The only pro is David Suchet. Changed my mind. Uh, I won't because I don't have as much expertise about the character. Tina, I know, Empress of the Universe, is an expert. Uh, I would say Laura as well. Um, very fond of the Poirot characters. And, um, yeah, I, I just, I personally like, not necessarily the iteration of the character, but uh, I, I like the movies movie that i've seen so far movies will will be true after after tomorrow so looking looking forward to it i like his work though all right dabby walk 55 came in to say he's got to head out have a great weekend man thank you you have a great weekend uh let's see mark 63366 says don't forget if you're using an apple device it also takes 30 percent then youtube takes 30 percent wait what I have not heard of that. You mean if you super chat through an iPhone? I don't know if that's I don't know if that's true. I I don't see how that could be true. I, I don't see how that would work. <laughs> oh man. 
Yeah, I, I call a question about that one. Uh, let's see, 70B. How do you have time on a Wednesday to see a movie? Laud, I must have poor time management. So it's going to be in the evening. Uh, that's how I have time. So I have worked during the day, and then once baby Thor goes down, uh, typically on weeknights, uh, the wife and I will either like you know watch TV or, or stuff together. So uh, it's actually one of the better times because with, with baby Thor going to sleep, he sleeps really well. He's been sleeping through the night for, for you know, ever since he was like two or three months old. Uh, <laughs> we've been very, very thankful for that. So it's very like low key. So she, I know, has a lot of stuff that she's been wanting to work on this week in, in the evening. So I, I decided it would be a good time to to take that time to, to go catch up on some films. So that's how I have the time. And also I have a theater very close to me. And it gets me home with enough time to still get a full night of sleep, even as a teacher. All righty. Let's see. Thunderduck says, thank you, uh, Villain Dank, for your detailed answers. Oh, Villain Dank for your uh, YouTube answers. I use Odyssey as much as possible. Have a nice remaining day. For me, it's bedtime. 2.30 a.m. over here off uh, Vedersen. Well, thank you very much, Thunderduck, for being my German brother-in-arms. Thank you for watching. Yeah, hopefully that all made sense. Yeah, uh, if if Rumble ever had the ability to be a backup channel, like it would just auto-upload, oh, I would do it in a heartbeat. Because I want to give, I would love to give people as many options as they possibly can. Like, it'd be great if all of the platforms, like if Mines could auto-upload, if Gab could auto-upload, oh, I would turn the switches on, no, no doubt about it, right? You know, some people uh, wouldn't do it because they, they wouldn't want to spread their views out, right? Because it would affect revenue and stuff like that. For me, it's like, I, I do this for fun. If I happen to make enough so that I can do a lot of giveaways and can buy some Blu-rays and, and 4Ks for myself, right? And save up for, for certain things for the channel. Great, that's awesome. And, and I've been able to do that and it's been phenomenal. Um, but I am much more focused on, hey, if people actually want to watch the content, but they would rather watch it on, on BitChute or would rather watch it on an alt tech platform, hey, I'm all for it. And if there ever became an easy way to do it, um, an easier way, even just like that, like it is, again, if there was a seamless integration like Odyssey has where it just auto uploads, again, I would do it in a heartbeat. So if anyone is an expert on Rumble and knows how to do that, again, I'm pretty sure it's, it only works the other way, though. If you upload to Rumble, it'll upload it to YouTube, but not the other way around uh, from from what I see. Nearside Cyclops tag to say pineapple on ice cream. Ew, disgusting. No, I'm just not a pineapple fan in general. Oh, uh, man. Oh, speaking of speaking of amazing and beautiful people, we got Drunk 3PO, Drunk 3PO been a while since i've seen him in the chat drunk 3po thank you for the ten dollar super chat he says i just found this channel it's awesome <laughs> thank you drunk 3po thanks for coming off your throne to say hi much love jay <laughs> oh man i love jay jay's awesome me and jay needed needed to do some collaboration of some kind i don't know what kind of collaboration but some kind of collaboration by the way, Jay, I'm 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 sorry and sorry I have not done as many videos for our park hopping. <laughs> but if there's ever a story, 
you need me to cover, you just let me know, bro. You just let me know. <laughs> he says, I lurk. He is a lurker. He is indeed a lurker. Can you really trust a man that lurks? That, I think, is the main question of the day. Uh, yeah, dude. By the way, congratulations on that podcast and its success. Drunk 3P is awesome. Been awesome to see his channel's growth. And he really is the most handsome and humble man on the internet. And I'll fight anyone who disagrees. Thanks for being here, dude. Thanks. For, thank you for the soups. Thanks for the super chat, man. I appreciate it. Uh, and Blazing64, what's going on? Um, all righty then. I think we're getting close to the ends of the chat. Now I can highlight the chat comment there from Drunk3PO. Again, thank you very much, man. He is a he is a rock star. Make sure you sub over to Drunk3PO, but more importantly, sub over to Parkhoppin because that baby, that baby is is all Drunk3PO. Uh, not not just him and his videos and and streams, but also his leadership in uh, in getting others to do videos as well. Uh, Jay's awesome. He's the heart and soul, heart and soul of Parkhoppin. All right, I have caught up on the chats on all of the locations, so I'm going to go ahead and, and, and wrap things up there. So if you would not mind before heading out this evening, if you could smash that like button on YouTube and light up that fire button over on Odyssey, it's been really cool to actually have the Odyssey chat live in front of me and not actually have to switch as many windows. It makes things so much more convenient. I love it. I get to see the live chat over here. I get to pull up the comments over there. It's amazing. Technology. What what an amazing thing. Now, if I can just get integration of the Odyssey chat into the main chat, and then the main chat get an update so that it never loses the history and, and, and skips comments, then we'll be golden. Then everything will, will, will just be completely golden. Uh, Dean J says, if you don't see this, don't waste your time on Encanto. Terrible even for Disney. Wow. Well, I know that there are, are people that disagree. I know our... Uh, Modern major general of the channel would disagree with you. Don't talk about Bruno, okay? Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Anyway, uh, do smash that like button. Also, send some hearts out to the Valks. The Valks have been doing a great job tonight, as they always do. So all the hearts, all the love out to the Valkyrie, uh, Tina and Steph. Also, shout out again to the modern major general, Laura, as well. Thank you. Excuse me. Thank you very much uh, for, for y'all being here tonight and for doing all the great work that y'all do, uh, even though you do talk behind my back in front of my face from time to time. <laughs> it's much loved. If you still want those copies of uh, <laughs> if you still want those copies of Last Night in Soho, you better stop. Uh, those will be coming to y'all very, very soon, though. Uh, anyway, uh, seriously, though, thank you all very much for Bob My Heart for being here this evening. It's been a lot of fun. It's crazy to think that we're already like halfway through the month of February. Um, I got a four-day weekend coming up. I will be out of town next weekend, though, so I guess I can bring that up. Uh, next stream will be on Tuesday. Uh, where I will be able to give some thoughts and talk a little bit more about Death on the Nile, because I should have seen that, unless plans fall through tomorrow. I'll, I'm seeing that tomorrow. Uh, and then I'll be on Friday Night Tights. And then I'll be on the road Saturday, so I will not have a stream next Saturday. So next Saturday, no stream. Um, 
and then we should be back to a regular schedule. So I might try and pre-film some videos for those days as well. So that way I can still try and get as close to the daily video as I can. As close to the daily video as I possibly can. Um, Tina B says, we believe in free speech, so we won't stop talking. Okay. Well, then I can not send last night in Soho. Because uh, <laughs> I believe in freedom of money um anyway uh thank you all so very much uh for the love and for the support uh and again uh go ahead and check out the uh the top link in the description it, it's the willow link the w.lo link it's essentially a link tree it, it brings you to all the different social media platforms so if you want to follow me on gabs on mines if you want to get into the odyssey or not the odyssey if you want to get into the uh, discord server if you want to get into pretty much any of the social medias all that's there. If you want to find out ways to support the channel, you can find more information about that in those links as well. Um, you say I promise, Tina. Do you have video confirmation of that? Of a promise? <laughs> Don't, of course, I'm going to send it to y'all. Um, I'm not promising, but it, it's going to happen. See, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to put myself in a trap there. It's a trap. Uh, Daniel T, thank you for watching over on Odyssey Thunderduck. The R as well. The R says good night. God bless you all and all Odysseans. Absolutely. Uh, seriously though, you guys are all amazing people. Thank you very much. Hope everyone has a blessed Septuagesima Sunday tomorrow. Again, Latin Mass Catholic here. Septuagesima, seventy days before Easter, seventy days before the death and resurrection of Christ. Starts tomorrow. So Septuagesima, I think I'll change my colors to purple to uh, match the liturgical season because I think that would be a fun thing to start doing uh, and have a lot of people confused. It's also a way of evangelization, but shh, you didn't hear that from me. Anyway, you guys are all amazing and beautiful people. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your evening. Go get some ice cream as I'm going to have some ice cream myself. And thank you to the Aussie fam for being here today. Uh, and J-Rod the Beer Guru, thank you for hanging out. Anyway, you guys are great. Have a wonderful rest of your evening, everybody. A great weekend. And as always, God bless. And now for a huge shout out to all of my Patreon, Subscribestar, and Locals members. Starting off with Patreon Animation Commentator, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Brian P. Christopher Bowman. Father Christopher Miller. Hail to you, Father. Father Damian Cook. Fuzz Aldrin. Garrett Searles. Hannibal Grimm. Harold Francis, Hymir Ari Hymason, Inflamed Wood, Jacob Juice, Jeffrey Toon, Joe Horn, Jonathan Carney, Gomer Kyles 79, Laura, the Modern Major General Story, Mike Jackson, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mondo Spieler, Mr. Peabody, On to June, Orange Hat Reviews, Out of Step with Reality, Priscilla Hall, Rosetta Owen, Stan Andrian, Teresa Martin, or Miss Martin Muses, Theodore Benden, Tina Bojan, and Tina B, the Empress of the Universe. Thank you very much for supporting me over on Patreon. Also to my subscribe star peeps, UAB Mad Dog, which is Mr. Mike Jackson, Storm Tracker, The R, Fast Reaction, Nosferatu Gatsu, Stan Four, John B, Mr. Roy, Glinzer, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., Dean Heiss, slash the new number two, J-Rod, the beer guru, and ZK-Man. Thank you all very much for supporting me over on the Subscribestar platform. And to my three local supporters, we got Kara Tharp, UAB Mad Dog, which is once again Mike Jackson, super supporter over there, and Robert Barnes. Thank you very much for supporting me over on the Locals platform. And if you want your name shouted out at the end of every live stream, 
and video, please think about signing up on either of those platforms. You can find a link in the description below that will lead you to all of those different pages. It is known as the Willow link, as it is W.LO link, and it will have all the links to that, to the Discord channel, to all different kinds of places, including places to support me as well. At the Citizen of Asgardian level, you get Citizen of Asgardian levels, how it's labeled on Patreon. Still need to fix that, but Citizen of Asgard level, you get a shout out at the end of every live stream and video. If you join at the Army of Asgard level, you also access to a giveaways channel, which is featured on the Discord that I have. I know, River, it is very exciting. It is so exciting where you get giveaways for things like 4K titles, steelbook titles, etc. Again, I got some 4K uh, steelbooks of The Punisher, for instance. I've got 4Ks of tons of other movies, so I'm giving those away all the time. So if that sounds interesting to you, join the Army of Asgard level. Also, at the Keep of the Bifrost level, you get all of that stuff. Plus, you get access to a once a month and maybe twice a month. We're trying to work on trying to add an extra podcast in there of me and John the Flick Pick Flickinger, where we talk about movies. And also, you get to ask your questions any questions that you want to ask you get to ask with that podcast and then you have the chosen of valhalla level which is you access to all of those and also a once a month podcast where you get to be featured with me on the main channel we all get to talk together about movies culture pop culture anything really that the chosen want to talk about or anything the chosen wants to promote is on the table so if you like that, if you like that, join at the Chosen of Valhalla level. Also, during your first month of support, you get a free T-shirt. Any T-shirt that you want from the main store, you get access to, and I do ship internationally anywhere in the world. Anyway, you guys are all amazing and beautiful people. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, God bless.